I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden side. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I'm your host this week, Brad Taschuk. We got a, a three-man booth, as it were. Uh, Lance, I told you guys, Lance goes to Vegas. He's going to miss the next week of the podcast because the AIDS flares up. So he's not here. Uh, I think he went to, to Scottsdale because that's where all the old people live. So they get the good medical treatment there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you guys think he went to Scottsdale for work, but he went to Scottsdale for the, the world-class medical facilities. That's um, understandable. So, exactly. You can't right? blame the bubble Vegas. boy for getting that. He, he's an old Jew. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> Sean, how's it going this week? I'm all right. Uh, the Oilers are sucking again, which is always terrible. It's terrible, terrible for most people uh, that are, are in our group because uh, we're really on the uh, McDavid MVP uh, train. Dude, what happened to that? I remember people tweeting about that. I, the like, crazy thing is, like, he's like... he's he's still like the, the favorite. <laughs> well, he's the best player and yeah. he's a favorite. He probably shouldn't be at all, but. I mean, the dude can all of a sudden catch a heater and. Dude, and... he's gonna do it. We'll manifest that. He'll get hot. During... I hope so. How much? Be, how much time nice. left in the season? There's still like a uh, quarter of the season left. There's oh, there's more than that. It's like a third. Hot. He's gonna yeah. get hot for sure. We need yeah. a heater, so. It'll happen. That's, that's what and I'm hoping for. We'll let you as you guys, uh, as you guys can see and hear, we've got Aaron Watershow back with us, joining the pod. You got you got the nice intro the first time. You don't get a big, nice intro this time. You're not special anymore. Just one of the boys. I that back. Maybe we'll we'll clip it out of the last show and edit go. it into this one. I got to uh, clip it out if you need it. I've been watching. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I hope you listen to it. That's like your morning motivation. When the alarm exactly. goes off, it's you just going. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, Aaron, how are you doing? Welcome back. Tremendous. Glad to be back. Uh, starting to feel like Lou Williams, six man of the year right now. Whenever Lance <laughs> is out, is. just two less girlfriends than he has. But um, whenever Lance is gone, I'll, I'm always down to hop in. So I'm pumped. Way Wait, to go. two less, Great two boys. less girlfriends than Lou Williams, or two less girlfriends than Lance? <laughs> Lou Williams. Lou. <laughs> Lou. What are we doing? Here? <laughs> Lou's only talking um, with a few. That I've I've heard some things, and right? there's a reason that he went to Atlanta. Is the uh, the yeah. facilities the great wings? Yeah, I have one of the I forget what fucking strip club it is, but I bought one of the shirts from the strip club that he was like the wings are dope. It's called I think it's called Magic some, but I got one. Of the shirts that sounds one. right. And like people recognize it too. I was walking. I went to like a liquor store, and the guy was like, "Oh, is that the strip club?" I was like, "Yeah, it's a fucking strip of course club." It is. <laughs> it's a it's a solid. See that. That is the true silent majority right there, folks. People that's that you, know that's all how you identify a bro. But they don't want to say it too loudly. Just yeah. fear it's, it's got to be certain situations, and then it's a conversation starter. Not in every situation. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have 
14 fights to to break down this week, so we're not going to waste too much time. But, of course, we have to look back at last week's UFC 272. Turned out to be a, a pretty entertaining card. Uh, I think we all thought it was a pretty good card going in. It ended up being a pretty good card coming out. Uh, a little bit of a weird sort of lull at the end with the end of the RDA fights and then... I mean, people... What you expected. Yeah. People tried to, to really get invested in Covington, Masvidal. I'm not sure that they could. I couldn't. Um, and it ended up playing out to script, as it were. Uh, do we want to... Let, let's talk about the main event. Um, Masvidal's shot. He's washed. He can't pull the trigger anymore. I mean, he's he's who we thought he was. He's who we we on this podcast have said he is for years. Um, and even with all that, he still had one big moment in the fight. Um, that was dope. Colby's got a chin on him, man. <laughs> he, he can recover. Oh shit! Yeah, that was like the uh, the the Diaz fight. They'll, they'll, they'll be able to hang their heads on that one punch that they both had. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> he had Edwards. He let him have it. That's fucking, a BMF2 electric boogaloo, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that one punch was like Colby was on an elevator that was going down way too fast and then it stopped. And he just, yeah, he got a dope chin though. Obviously, like that was a good ass punch. They showed it in replay and they yep. hit him right in the button and he just got right back up. So. Yeah, he didn't even like, go down, just like yeah. crumpled and crumpled sideways and got held up by his knees. Yeah, and then he was just right back at it. So he's, he yeah. might have that. He might have a little I, Frank Yedger in him. Aside from that punch, he was outstriking Masvidal too. Yeah, follow I mean, you, man. Beating his ass. Yeah, it was yeah. just like that's you just drown when you go against Colby. That's the thing. Yeah, and unless just, you're Usman, uh, you're well, fucking drowning. Yeah, you're drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's, what's yeah? He, Masvidal was. I mean, he. I, I thought he had, would have a little more cardio than that, but I, like Colby does Did put he? on a pace. But whew, he was like midway, like start around two. It's like who he's already heavy breathing. This is not a good uh, good sign. <laughs> I was shocked he didn't get like a rear naked choke or anything. He was in that position for so long. I feel like I know, too many co- of these fighters like they get in that position they can't finish. I don't know if. It's like, Everyone knows how to fucking defend it now, but no one ever is like gets the back like that unless you're like really high level. Like uh, uh, Umar got a nice one, but like most people can just chill and camp on the back. And I think that's part that's part of Col- Colby's game though. Like he's not really putting in that much effort. He 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 kind of does that to see what you're gonna do if if you're gonna like turn in what you eventually have to do, and then he's yeah. gonna try to get mount or like he, he just does it to like fuck with your breathing and stuff like he that doesn't he doesn't even, really go for he doesn't those. even try to put the other hook in either he no he's just fu- like he's just yeah. trying to get a reaction and it, yeah. it works because and then he just scrambles fucking masvidal even like this dude trying to grapple what are we doing here like <laughs> like, no, like the oxygen was not flowing to his brain he was just like like just get away get away mm-hmm. and strike but like trains with a bunch of like high high quality like 
NCAA oh, yeah. wrestlers all the time. So he was working on it. So maybe you want to try it, but there's only so much you can fucking do. It's at that uh, a certain point when you're going against someone who's that much better than you at wrestling. You're not going to just learn how to wrestle in a year or whatever. How long he had it? Yeah, yeah for how long they trained together, and I'm sure Colby yeah, ragdolled him in the room every time he wanted to. Like, for Masvidal to think that after he left, he was going to improve so much that he could uh, outgrab Colby is just <laughs> that's some galaxy brain shit from him. Yeah. Yeah, sold some, sold some pay-per-views, though, so got some people to believe, but I think the real ones all knew it was going to go down there. Yeah. We've we've got some good prices to fade Masvidal in the past three fights. Now. Crazy, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Us, uh, after he hit that heater, uh, he was obviously overvalued, and then Usman. I think he was twice. taking some money too. I, I know Drake fucking bet like. I don't know what that is. I like honestly. I feel like he got a sponsorship with Steak, he and, does. and he it's fucking you know bags. dropped. He's dropping bags to 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 get that name out there. And <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, uh, he's always yeah. picking the wrong dude, no matter what he's. Fucking, yeah, he, he's the curse. He's, 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 he's he might a great be, curse. Uh, he might be bending the better levels of uh, mush in there. <laughs> yeah, he's the difference is that the ben volume isn't. Trying to lose. Uh, Drake's, <laughs> Drake's looking for the tax write-offs, man. That's what that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> FYI lost a bunch of cash. Look, watch the UFC broadcast. They posted it right there, man. That's money I lost. I need to write We're, that shit off. You guys should get Drake on here one time, and then we'll, uh, we'll get his picks. That'll <laughs> I be think, the, the... <laughs> maybe we've got him here. Because, oh, yeah. you know, we got the Canadians here. Two of us. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So we, we got the angles covered. 100%. Actually, I knew a guy in uh, in university who was like Drake's second cousin or something like that. Um, and Ooh, unlike Bryce Mitchell and his second cousin, uh, they were not married. Mm. Yeah, we'll get yeah. them on here. That'll be the pinnacle. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Maybe we'll have to get the fans to uh, to swarm Drake to uh, to bombard him with requests <laughs> to come on uh, a random MMA podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll go from the bottom up now. Um, first fight of the evening, Dustin Jacoby, unanimous decision over Michal, Candyman, Olawa Candy. Um, I mean, we thought that, uh, the Candyman had a shot in round one and he looked good in round one and then Jacoby just took over. That's kind of how people thought the fight was going to play out and, how it played out, except most people thought there was going to be a finish. Anything here, Aaron? Um, no, yeah, I bet. I bet the Candyman, and it was frustrating to watch. Kind of just, like, gave up at the end. Just It wasn't doing much, couldn't get off the cage, and I think he just ran out of gas. So I'm not sure if he's got it, got three rounds in him, but looked all right. But, yeah, I mean, Jacoby was fucking hurt, and he couldn't do shit, so – uh, not not very, not, right. <laughs> not a great thing. So yeah, I don't know if Jacoby came in full strength, maybe there would have been a finish. Maybe. Sometimes it seems like he uh, he pulls back a little bit. Just he's just comfortable being in control of a fight. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, not too much. I lost lost money on the Candyman as well. It looked alright in the first, and then his 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 skeptical gas tank showed up so uh, it might not be skeptical anymore I was like, yeah i know he, he usually does dope. he's got he great hands does, man yep 
actually then, goes to the body and like I don't know. yeah yeah just if Maybe, only he had cardio and was fighting at 185 yeah, I was gonna say if is. if he gets on if he gets on the bike, um, gets in shape a little bit, he could probably make 185 without a sweat. So I don't know, maybe that's next for him. Although I doubt it. Uh, moving up yeah. to the, the the lightweight division, had Ludovic Klein taking a split decision over Devonte Smith, and I really don't have any feelings about this fight whatsoever. It happened. Yeah, I like Klein, Klein better at 45 because he's either getting knocked out or he's putting damage on people. <laughs> I uh, I lost money. I had uh, doesn't go in a, in a parlay. Um, I, I expected Smith to take him out early, or Klein to to take Smith out once he gasses, and neither happened. So that's yeah. always good. Yeah, not fun. Not a fun watch. It was. I mean, it was kind of a beat down. I was surprised it was a split. Did you guys think it would be a split? I thought Klein won. Yeah, I thought it was like a clear like Klein win, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Devontae Smith just looked kind of hesitant. I think after getting knocked out a few times and not knocking dudes out in the first round, he's just kind of trying to like play with his game plans and shit. And I think he just came in with the wrong game plan. I think he just got to fucking go. If you're if you're an athlete like that, you just got to go and knock the dude out. And if you lose, you lose. I think he's going through the same thing that like Alonzo Menafield went through. Dude, where, they all go through like, all these knockout artists. They yep. all go through it. So I don't know. They got to figure it out because he's Absolutely. good and he's got skills and he like those kicks are nasty that he throws, yep. but he just has to figure out a game plan moving forward. Moving up to the flyweight division. Um, you can definitely tell the people who bet on uh, Tajin Ulenbekov because they cried robbery in this one. Uh, but Tim Elliott took a unanimous decision. I thought it was fine. That's just me. I bet Elliott, so obviously I think it's fine. But <laughs> I mean, it was a there was a, a minus two thirty and a plus two hundred in a fight that everyone knew was going to be close. I mean, yeah. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this shit out. Yep, yeah, it was close. Gotta love Elliot che- cheating. That's that's how we like our fighters. When no, actually, no, there's a lot it's of always worth, the whole always worth it. Always worth it in MMA to cheat. So yes, it is uh, good on him. It uh, it worked out and worked out for us. So. Yeah. yeah, I. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that you have to sleep outside or like something like that? I feel like you get punished if you lose in that camp. Like some, I, I think some... they've got like a, a bear cave, um, and <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where they. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some investigation because I don't think Khabib looked fucking pissed the whole match. <laughs> he looked like he wanted to jump in and murder him. So we'll see. Well, you know why he was mad? They told him that there was a, a cage side buffet. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Khabib these days, brother, but oh. uh, he has eaten. He's been at the buffet for sure. He he, he's, he's in Vegas. They've been they, there's some good buffets there. I'm sure he stays there. Clocks in a few hours. Oh, I'm. He's probably just staying in Vegas because they got a guy coming in every Another week one? for him to corner. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure Wes on there. <laughs> um, next up. Uh, you just mentioned uh, Khabib, and you mentioned this man earlier. He actually had uh, a slick RNC. Cousin Umar, uh, we were talking before the show about uh, 
all from the Dogger Pass, uh, one of our boys, and he's he's conducting the, the Cousin Umar train, and he looked good this time out. <laughs> I mean, he's looked good every time out. He, he is good. Um, but, you know, I'm always going to talk shit about these boring Russians. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, you and you and Lance were, were throwing away some money. Wes might even threw some money away on. on I didn't, didn't bet Keller. Oh, no. OK. OK, I, I should know better. You, you I even I even picked Umar and Toutmaster. Oh, there you go. There you go. You're oh. smart. Yeah, I I had Umar inside. Dude's nasty, man. He's he's got a, a pretty complete game. So he's liar. He, he's he can he can probably go pretty far in this this weight division, which is awesome because it's awesome already. So what is he? One thirty five. Yeah, yeah. But but they fought at one forty five, right? Yeah, because yeah. Kelleher is like <laughs> Keller <laughs> likes to fight at forty five during the pandemic. He's like, eh, I'm not getting low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kelleher gave up that choke. Kind of, it looked like he just kind of gave up. He's like, all right, you can choke me. <laughs> it wasn't a good move. That's what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, Keller, yeah, he's my boy, but that was a that was a big mismatch. So, go Umar. We'll see how he yeah, we're, we're, we're all uh, big boom guys on this one, but I'm a boom guy. Um. Yeah. I this this was not the fight for him. Next up, uh, I. I mean, you had to be crazy. You had to be crazy to bet against Ukraine in this spot. Uh, I haven't actually watched the fight, so I don't know how it played out. Uh, but Marina Moroz won, and she was an underdog, and her sub prop was like plus 900. Um, there was. Uh, was there it was really? Some... Yeah, it was. Oh my God. Yeah. That's dope. Should have hit uh, actually, yeah, I think it got up to 990 at dimes before the fight Jesus. started. Jeez. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. I, I pansied out. I, I picked Moreau's and just pansied out. I had other bets. I, I did pretty good on the card, but I was just like, eh, I'll just pick pick her. It it went exactly how you expect. Like she dominated this fight. She just grappled, which she's been doing yeah. lately. So and yeah. Agapova's terrible. It, they were making like bad. Dean Thomas was like, "Yeah, I've seen I, I see seen this all the time at the gym when when this used to happen all <laughs> <Yeah>. the time." <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. I, I hope Agapo or uh Mraz had had a bunch of money on herself because uh if if that's what was happening in the gym all the time then she probably would have uh been pretty confident in herself. That's Yeah, that's sure. true. I didn't even think about it. If you if it's one of your old training partners, you might as well bet bet on yourself. Why not? Pull yeah, a little Calvin <laughs> Yeah. Just, but you right. can do that in, in right. MMA cuz this yeah. is a sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should be good. You and, should be uh, able to do that in the NFL too. Yeah, I mean, 100%. like they they were able to find out that he used this app and he logged in from here and all this. They knew bullshit. who he bet. Then then you know who he bet on too. Like if yeah. he bet on the other team, then fuck him. Announce that. Bet, yeah. Yeah. If he bet on any other game that didn't involve him or his own who team, shit? that's fine. It's so funny when you when you look at MMA. Like Kraus has like a TikTok, like betting. Yeah. He like yep. gives picks, and and then you look at NFL, and this dude's getting losing like millions of dollars. Like that's like the worst bet of all time. He made like a eighteen parlay and ended up losing a million dollars or like whatever eleven million dollars. Like dude, get fucked. That's uh, like that, they're, they're gonna have- come. 
he had to come out and say he's like, man, I bet fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, so I just yeah. lost a fucking how many millions of dollars for a fifteen hundred dollar betting. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have to pull a Calvin Ridley this weekend to get even <laughs> from the card last week. <laughs> They've got uh, the union that'll fight for him though. So that's I mean, true. Maybe he'll be back. Yeah, I, I mean, he I, could probably start his own podcast and get lots of people to listen. Start dropping picks. Why not? He can do whatever in his spare time. He's got a whole year. Yeah, he's he's zero one in picks. He's better than most. I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll get some. Out. He'll get some good sponsors. You know, the ones that are going around. You know. Dude, it was parlays too. It wasn't even like a. It wasn't anything bad. Like he, nothing he was gonna win. He lost. If he won like a ton of money, then it'd be kind of sus. But he fucking lost. Just, just donate and stuff. Yeah. Um, anything to add on uh, on Morose and Agapova? I feel like we talked about it too long. Yeah, yep. no, Agapova sucks. She has no gas yep. tank. Gas tank of a Tesla. So, if anyone can extend on her, it's over. Beautiful. Uh, light heavyweight division: Nick Negranu, Kenny Nunchucks. People have strong feelings about this fight and the decision. I do not. It sucked. End of yeah. story. I, I'm trying to forget it happened. I mean, it's not that hard. Nothing. Yeah. 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 I was shocked. Uh, when they read the scorecard, that was like my jaw dropped. But at the same time, I was like, dude, this dude is so, like, he's so tall. And so, you know, first off, fuck tall dudes. No offense yeah. to anyone tall. Respectfully. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, dude, he just like, he, he, sh- he should knock that dude out. He's just like, just chilling on the side, pawing at him like this, like fucking all up in his eyes. John Jones and him. Yep. Like, it was, uh, I mean, he, he should be so much better and he just, he just kind of chills on the outside. So. It wasn't the yeah, big I mean, shocker. There was no draw card. How the fuck does that happen? I thought, I thought <laughs> there's it was a weird. point deduction in a super close fight, and there's somehow no draw card. I thought at worst it, he would uh draw or won, and he lost. So I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, who cares? Uh, crazy shit happens when you go to yeah. the cards in this sport. Yeah. I, I think there might be a couple more spots uh, on this card where there could be some point deductions and some some wacky shit happening. You can bet that, can't you? I saw someone betting. Oh yeah, they got those shit. lines. I didn't on realize the that, now. and it's like a yeah. decent odds for it. Yeah, yeah it's like the point deduction is usually like plus two thousand, and then a draw is usually what, like plus six, six to eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe depending on height. We gotta yeah. start doing tape study for for fouls, man, and then we can we can cash on them them big just, tickets. We'll just have a straight foul cast. <laughs> That's practically what we break down anyway. So <laughs> who cheats more? Whoever cheats more. This, yeah, no, way. you're right. This card, it is, there's a ton of fouls. I, I might just spray foul in every fight. You probably <laughs> you probably come out on top. Just draws up and down the card. That's yep. that's what's gonna happen. Well. Maybe if the judges do their job properly, which they yeah, don't. Never know. Uh, <laughs> strawweight division, we had Marina Rodriguez take a split decision over Yan Zhaonan. Um, again, no thoughts. It was a close fight. Could have gone either way. There are a bunch of people crying robbery because they bet Yan. Yep. Right. Yep. Same. Close fight. It was. It was all right. Too decent yeah. fight. Alright. Um, and then we got to uh, and a, a quite enjoyable fight. 
the uh, the headliner of the prelims, Jalen Turner got a finish 46 seconds into the second round over the fighting Ted Danson, uh, Jamie Malaki. Uh, I don't know why he's from Boston, but uh, but he is. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Turner looked good, uh, and this first yeah. round was just nuts. Uh, that that was some some good fun. Uh, but yeah, I I've underrated Turner. Yeah, same. He fucking looked legit. He's, I mean, he's one of the tall dudes that knows how to use his length, and he's he's got a ton of different weapons. So he was coming at fucking uh uh Jamie at from a ton of different angles, and he's a tough dude too. Jamie was taking some fucking cracks. I thought it was gonna he end in a first. lot. Well, so, even when he got the takedown at the end of the first, I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, like, now okay. the tide's gonna let's turn. The live line. I was like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's let's think about this. But then he got cracked in the second, and that was a nice nice way to end it. Like he's he's good. He's huge, yeah, but he's good. Yeah, that's turn turns last two times out. He's been very impressive. Yeah, uh, this is a, like most people don't know who Jamie Malarkey is, but he's decent. He's tough. He's got good hands. Like he's, he's got really a decent tough. game and. Like I bet him, it was a consensus, and and yep. Turner just too much, too much. Yeah, he's, he's a tough dude. He's good. I had the over, and that was like the only over I've ever been bat, and I'm Oof. I'm officially retiring after that. <laughs> tough go on that one. So <laughs> yeah. close. Was that the the first consensus we've lost this year, Sean, or was there another one somewhere? Uh we lost one other one. Yeah. I think we're three and two or something. Oh, we one suck. We should win one this week. Frauds. Yep. It's all right. We think we got a good one for you folks. Oh, we got one. Maybe. Uh, next up in the heavyweight division, kicking off the pay-per-view, uh, we saw the, the woman beater get beat. It was beautiful. It was uh, earlier than I expected. You guys warned me that it would be earlier than I expected. I had a little bet on the round two. Ended up being round one. We'll see if I make the same mistake this week. A uh, little little teaser for you folks, uh, but yeah, the Spivak is—he's not great, but he's a, a serviceable heavyweight, which makes him like a top ten, top fifteen heavyweight. Yeah, doesn't doesn't hurt when he's fighting a extremely flawed fighter, one who doesn't have cardio and doesn't wrestle at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He, he was fighting a, a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Uh, like, Spivak was, like, outweighed probably by 30, 40 pounds in there and was just manhandling him in, in the clinch. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking bad. We we gave Hardy too much credit. I, I thought he could survive the, the first. If, if I thought I gave him a shot to win in the first. He wasn't even close. Didn't really land anything at all, and, and then he was done. It was over. I don't even it's know if he practices. Like, I'm sure he he seems like a, he comes comes to the gym like twice a week, and then oh yeah. I mean, he came in like overweight as fuck. I think he had to yeah. cut thirty cut, like pounds. thirty pounds. Yep. Like, dude, if you're in camp, there's no shot you're working hard that like I know you're a big dude, but you should be closer than thirty pounds. Like, it's spring breaks right around the corner. Let's go, dude. I'm on a diet. You got you got to get there too. So I don't know. Like, he just got tossed around. Yeah, that so, was that was bad. Did you see that it's, video of him like coming to? He was like he had no clue where he was. It was awesome. I don't know. It, it almost <laughs> felt like was he getting hit that bad? I felt I thought he I, I didn't think he was. And then I saw I the video. Know. 
He looked like uh, he blacked out, came out of came out of blackout, and was like, "All right, where am that, I?" That's the that's the next BKFC heavyweight champion right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, they pay pretty well. Chad Mendes. Or I don't know if they actually get paid, but they they promise to pay you pretty well. Wait, do you yeah. think that Chad Mendes got paid more for his fight in BKFC, or to send out that tweet saying that he got paid more, <laughs> got paid more. <laughs> yeah, than true. in all of his UFC fights? Yeah. That's Did you close, guys watch that Mendes fight though? He looked fucking sick. That was yeah, he's back on the good I stuff, man. Dude, I was all about it. That's my boy. Yeah, he he smashed that dude as expected. I think he was like a yeah. minus five hundred favorite, but yeah, he hadn't fought in a long time and hey. came out and looked good. Some dudes got it. Mm-hmm. That's all short it squad. is. He's also short squad, so I'm always on his yeah, on the uh, on the train. <laughs> Love Chad Mendes. Um, Except when he's fighting Aldo. Any other time, big, big Mendez guy. Yeah. Another fun fight. 170 pounds. Kevin Holland dropping down, taking on Howboy. Howboy just looking to, to get some money to, to feed his 74 kids. And uh, he looked great early. I, I bet Howboy here. I'm, I'm like the only person on planet Earth. Because <laughs> I, I got plus 270, and by the time the fight went off, he was, like, plus 400. Um, man, he fucking yeah, ragged all Hall in, in the first round. And, I mean, he didn't even quit so much as got clipped. And eventually he kind of stopped fighting back. But Holland's going to have the exact same problems at 170. That he did at middleweight, except there's more grapplers at 170. So have fun, Kevin Holland. True. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, Howboy was fighting smart. He was, it was he was striking clean, and then that chin just showed up. That's unfortunate. Looked, looked like a genius for five minutes. Yeah, he doesn't have and any cardio. Chin. He doesn't have any cardio because he's been banging in Brazil for the past <laughs> probably like three months. That he didn't even look tired in this, this one though. Like, <laughs> He did look good in the first round. I was worried. Holland was like my biggest bet. And uh, I was like, okay, I might be fucked here. And he, <laughs> the second round, he looked a lot better. But first round, I was definitely worried. And he looked good. But I think that's usually how most cowboy fights go. He comes out a little strong. He's got it. Then his, his legs go. So for obvious yeah. reasons. And being a father, <laughs> it's tiring. I hear. I mean, yeah. we don't have Wes here tonight. Exactly. <laughs> The, notice that the two people on the podcast who have kids not here worn tonight. Worn out. I mean, worn out. Geez. I don't know what else Wrap you it to up. say. Yep. Wrap, Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there a sponsorship did. right there? Trojan? Could we get a Trojan <laughs> sponsorship right there? I, we, we could launch Trojan into the stratosphere <laughs> just, just like we did for Dude Wipes, man. Dude wipes used to be nothing. They sponsored the podcast, and Honey, dude, why not? Look, look at them now. Look, at I was them like now. what 2015, maybe. Yeah, it was really on, on the rise. Dude wipes, dude, dude wipes yeah. is actually legit. I we we had we actually had a sponsor with uh, with dude wipes. Okay, yeah. we're gonna have to work for on like a year. They, they paid <laughs> for us to go to Nashville or our tickets or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, there we go. So, All right, children's yeah. up you, next. Now you know you're you're on a podcast with some some real ones. Children's up next. 
<laughs> I got some. I got some dudes in the 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 office. You got some guys on the line there for for Trojan. I can hook it up for you guys. Um, somebody who should definitely wrap it up is Bryce Mitchell, uh, because <laughs> that man should not procreate. Uh, that's that's for sure. But he sure beat the shit out of Edson Barbosa in this fight. And this was the first time that I've been impressed by Bryce Mitchell. And I, I don't know what to say. I, <laughs> I was impressed. Yeah. I don't want to be impressed. But... Turns out you don't need any brain cells to be a smart fighter. <laughs> he almost knocked him out. That was kind of wild. Dude, he's, the he's first round. I was like, oh, fuck. he's got a sneaky overhand, man. Yeah, he's, he's clipped he's... a couple people with that guy. And he's he's got to be farm strong as fuck. He, like the, he he needs to get sponsorship by all the farm shit. Oh yeah, John Deere, fucking all that. He, They got to be all over this dude. He's a, he's a living legend, and he like uh, he gave half his paycheck to like a children's hospital. This guy, he's yeah, and then over, Dana told him not to. He's, he's like, oh okay, that's like that's like two Dana blackjack hands. Dana's like, nah, <laughs> yeah. fuck it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, Dana, Dana said he got it. Yeah, that was good. I just won't tip my waitresses tonight. Yeah, that will yeah. Be good. And then he was like shilling the some like crypto. Did you of guys course. know that crypto? Oh I yeah. Like, I was like, all right, <laughs> I gotta get that, in on that. That seems like it's up your alley. We might need to get the uh, yeah, the, the water to, show crypto get, review. I might have to get yeah. a little bit. You need not? to toss that in the the next uh, binge weekly. I need some yeah, information. Yeah, I might have to do a little giveaway. Why not? Um. And then, of course, after all of that and actually building up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Brad died. He'll Where'd be back. He go? He's gone. There's too much excitement for that, that RDA beatdown. Like, oh, I don't know. no. Is that the next fight? Yeah. Okay, good. We don't have to talk about it. We can skip. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it, got, it got a little sad. Dude, that was uh, that was that was my biggest bet of the night. Was the under four and a half on that fucking fight, and it was honestly all things considered, like how much money I had on it, and like how many times it should have stopped the fight. I was, I was like livid. I almost jumped off my roof. I was like, this is not good. That that one's a tough go. That's uh that's a tough one. They well, the, uh the when you, when you get that many opportunities and don't get it, it's like it was just not meant to be. The it thing was... that sucks is they're not gonna ever, like the coach is never gonna stop it. No, because MMA. No. And the fighter's not gonna say no because he doesn't want to look like a pussy, right? Yep. It's your fucking job as a ref to be like, all right, the ref or the doctor, they I both had opportunities. Here. I see what's going on here. This guy doesn't want to be like look like a pussy, but if I have the power to stop this fight, I'm gonna stop the fucking fight. But he never did. And the worst part is RDA went like easy on him in the in the. Fifth he round. felt bad for him after and just absolutely he was like, manhandling yeah, him. I kind of felt bad, so I just let it go because like he said he would stop the fight in thirty seconds if like RDA was like putting it on him. Uh oh, Bryce shut you down. <laughs> Dude, he shut you down. I, you see what <laughs> happens when you you make fun of people on on the right in this political yeah. climate. They get you. They'll get you, which, which, wherever they can. They, they go. Uh, apparently, when uh, when your laptop pops up with the thing that says uh, it's it's about to restart, it means it. Yeah, so, it's it's going for it. There's no stopping. 
That's what happened to me last time I was on the show. And I had to call. Are you on your phone now? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just, you can't hit, keep hitting ignore, Brad. Eventually it gets gets tired and it says, no, I'm restarting in the middle of the podcast. Technology. I'll, I'll be back in on, on the computer in a second. But uh, you, you guys continue with the... I don't know if there's much more to say. Yeah, Aaron's, Aaron's obviously in, has some PTSD for not hitting that under, under yeah. four and a half. Were you on the um, under at all, Brad? I wasn't then, on the under, but I had I thought that was just like a slam dunk play. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. It's four and a half. I thought it would have been like three and a half or two and a half. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, Moicano was like off a plane, had to cut whatever weight, like... Probably not like in the best shape, and RDA was like plant was going for what? Who's he supposed to fight? Uh, Fiziev. Fiziev. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, he's gonna. And then I think it should have been stopped probably ten different times, and it didn't get stopped. And I wanted to like bash my TV. And I almost did. So that like my least favorite bet of all time, and like every day I wake up and there's someone like tweeting about it and I just want to like smash my computer. We need to get to Saturday quick. So then people Dude, will forget about that fight. People, you never have to hear about it again. Talking, like TMZ wrote about it and someone else is tweeting about it. I was like, dude, get this shit off my timeline. Right. <laughs> Love I, that is going to turn into your, uh, Paul Craig sub against Jamal Hill. <laughs> yep. Uh, Solid one. that's yeah, that's brutal. I don't ever, uh, I'll never want to talk about it again. <laughs> let's forget. Let's forget about it. Let's forget it happened. Um, yeah, I I don't have any of my uh, my screens up or anything yet. So if you guys want to uh, to just handle transitioning over to this week's card, if uh, if we're done with the recap, then that would be tremendous. Yeah, you know we're, we're we got to start out with a heater in the light heavyweight d- division. Uh, the Teflon Don, Tafan, and Chukwi taking on something called Azamat Mirzakhanov, <laughs> who you know is going to get mushed like a motherfucker on Saturday because <laughs> everybody, all the, all the sweaty, all the sweaties are all <laughs> over this guy. Uh, you, you got anything on this one, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I... Well, I mean, contender series fights, I don't really like the back at all. But yeah, I mean, this guy looks looks good and powerful and stuff. He's also supposedly 32, but I think he uh, <laughs> I think he's probably 40. Uh, he's got he's I'm, 32, and his hairline is worse than mine. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, he looks good, but I mean, how how much can you tell from the contender series? I know these contender series guys that haven't had much luck uh, transitioning. Uh, to the UFC, so and he didn't get drafted into the Russian army, so he can't be that dope. He's still fighting. Um, and and Chukwi, he's still getting better. He's a little raw. Uh, I think the odds are probably right. I think it looks like Merzikanov's what minus one eighty, minus one seventy, and Chukwi's plus one fifty. So yeah, I don't know. And Chukwi, I've watched a few of his fights. Likes to push you up against the cage. He's got good elbows, but and you know these dudes that are just like from Africa, they're hard to knock out. These guys are built different, dude. They like had to walk miles to get water and shit when they were kids. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. If I, I think I'll probably pick Merzikhanov, but I think just the odds are right. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not betting this fight. I'll, I'll probably pick uh, Inchukwi and in, Inteltmaster. Like, obviously, he's been in. Uh, he's he's fought a bunch in the UFC. Like, I know the strength of competition is is not great for him, but he's looked all right doing it. He's got super long arms. I don't know if he really uses them. Uh, he's got a big reach advantage in this fight, but I don't know if it'll matter. He's he throws a decent amount of volume. Um, he throws a decent amount of volume for for being at this weight class. So I don't know. I I expect this to kind of be a close fight. So I I don't mind yeah. picking the dog in that. And he's get yeah. And Chukwu, I think he's he's more propensity to get just to just improve more. He's still pretty raw, and I think he can get better. And he's powerful too. So uh, Mirzakhanov, if he makes it deep, who knows how his gas tank is? He looks like someone who. Uh, in, enjoys the early finishes and then yeah. after that might fall off a cliff. So, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I agree with that. Bradley. Yeah. I, uh, I, I gotta go with the contenders fade in this one. I mean, this, uh, this Mirzakhanov guy, I know he's a, a Russian, uh, who actually has some knockouts. He, he doesn't just beat everybody by decision. Uh, and people seem impressed by him, but he basically has one punch. He's got an overhand left that he throws. So, I mean, the first thing is the the Teflon Don is a southpaw, so that's already going to take that weapon away a little bit. Uh, Teflon Don, his head is a fucking cinder block. Um, Yeah, these dudes are going to knock out. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like he's going to be easy to knock out. So I think this fight's going to get dragged out a bit. And um, I think that I, I've heard people that are impressed by the fact that uh, Mirzakhanov uh, noticed the, the can in that name. I mean, Ooh. that doesn't <laughs> just pop up just just as a coincidence. Um, people are impressed that he outgrappled Guto in a scent. In a scent. Yeah, sorry, in a cinch. Um, which, if you remember, that's the guy who was in the UFC super young because he was talented, or maybe not the UFC, but... Um, and then had to run away from kickboxing because he couldn't grapple, like, at all. At all. And I don't want to spoil my reputation too much, but I watched that fight, and Guto in a cinch swept this man. <laughs> That's not good. If he can sweep you, then you're not good at grappling. So I, I at least think that the Teflon can hold him up against the cage, tire him out a little bit. We've That's never seen plan. him go uh, 10 rounds. And, and that's what he does a lot of the time anyway, because he's so fucking slow. Like this dude moves like he's in quicksand. Um, so I'll, I'll take uh, Teflon to win a decision here. Uh, I hope it's as ugly as it could possibly be. Speaking of something, lovely. what was that? What's the total on that? Is it is it a one and a halfer? Yeah, it looks like it is. Yeah, Probably. you can get two and a half at dimes, but for the most part, it's a one and a half. Yeah, one sixty five. Yeah, I mean, this guy, his all his finishes are in the first round. So if he gets dragged out, it'll be interesting. But you're right, Teflon's. Chan is fucking cinder block, so we'll what's, see. What's, Ch- what's Nchukwi uh, round three? Come on. That's got to yeah. be a number. <laughs> I don't even think that's out yet. 
That's not out. Oh, shame. Brutal. They're on us, dude. Bullshit. I hit an Achukli decision. It was around like plus 300 or, or plus 400 against Jamie Pickett. Um, and it's around the same in this one. And I might have to have to sprinkle that a little bit because. Yeah, that's know, not bad. Ne- never sold on these contenders, guys, until they actually show it against a warm body. 100%. Speaking of a fight that is going to look ugly, we have Guido Canetti taking on Chris Muctino. I mean, this is this is like a CES undercard. You gone? Oh, no! Get rebooted again? We got rebooted twice. Dude, Man, now now the the Guido is is coming after Brad. He's he's got all the haters are out tonight. Uh, Aaron, are are you touching this fight between the the Canetti, the Can Netti, and uh, the guy that absolutely got his shit wrecked uh, by Sean O'Malley last well, time out? I am gonna be in Lake Tahoe this weekend, so I'll probably be pretty drunk. So I may just yep. be firing at everything, which is never a good idea, by the way. Caution on that. But yep. if I were to bet, I would take Moutinho. I think he's actually like a decent fighter. I know he got beat up uh pretty bad by Sean O'Malley, but your first fight being against Sean O'Malley is kind of brutal. Uh and Kennedy's just fucking old, dude. I like betting against boomers and 42 years old, and Moutinho, actually, yeah, I watched a couple of his CES fights, and he looks pretty good. He comes forward. He does a lot of shit that will convince the judges that he's winning, even if he's not winning. So uh, other than getting punched in the face 200 times, I think, was the last fight. But I obviously don't think Guido is uh, of that caliber. And I think, yeah, I think they're like, all right, this guy took a beating last fight, so we're going to go ahead and give him a – not a layup, but a fight he can win, and I think he can. I, I don't love the odds. Obviously, I don't want to lay a kind of 150 with – I don't want to lay much with, you know, a CES fighter, but I still think he should win, and Kennedy's getting old. He's a boomer, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to take Motinho. <laughs> I don't know how Guido Kennedy is still in the UFC. Yeah. Uh He's he's one in four in his last five, and his wins are brutal. Diego Rivas hasn't fought since he lost to Kennedy. Uh, Hugo Viana, he's uh, he, he's on. He lost a, a pretty like a rough two thousand favorite in the LFA once. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just he's terrible, man. Like, yeah. I don't think Moutinho is is anything special, but I think he's probably good enough here just because of how bad Kennedy is. Um, I'll I'll pick him in Telmaster, but not touching this. Yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen in this fight. This is such a low-level fight that, like, either guy could get finished because both guys have been finished a bunch of times in their careers. They've been knocked out. They've been submitted. Um, Moutinho doesn't seem like he has a lot of finishing power, um, but he seems like he's going to run forward. And I think that's going to mean there's exchanges. So I don't know. Kennedy inside at plus 400 or whatever the hell it is right now. 
Is it plus 400? What's uh, what's Montino inside? Montino inside. Plus uh, 150 no, or something? Yeah, it's like plus. It's plus that one's not as high. Yeah, yeah, it's not which worth it. I don't get because most of Moutinho's wins are by decision. I think. Yeah, I think it's just fucking Canadi being two hundred years old. So dude. bad. <laughs> Honestly, he looked better in his. He looked last all right in his last fight than any other fight he's had in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's back. Maybe he's maybe he found some uh, some wonder drugs. I think he's smuggling some of the uh, the Brazilian mountain yams over to Argentina and. Uh, he he looks like uh, you know they they call Pedro Munoz the young Punisher, but this dude looks like a little John Bernthal. So uh, I, I think he's got something going on here. I will say, if I look like him when I'm 42, I'll be pretty happy. He's pretty yoked, pretty jacked for a 42 year old. Yeah. So uh, short 42 year old muscled up dude. <laughs> dude. Is that my destiny, dude? <laughs> I, if I look like him when I'm 42, I'll be happy. <laughs> I feel pretty good, yeah. Um, what's next, Sean? What's next is a awesome fight be- be- between the the lung ambulance. Oh, lung I am. And uh, and and Cody Brundage, famous for just getting absolute blue balled by a Diaz bro. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron you got anything go on this one? one. Yeah. yeah, I kind of want to just like like honorary bet on Cody Brundage because if it wasn't for him like completely blowing his contender shares against Thick Willie, we would never have Thick Willie because he right. You guys remember that he he was yeah. like on top, just got reversed and like beating the shit out of, and then that's how we got Thick Willie. So I I feel like that's due for a little sprinkle. What are his odds? He's uh. He's, you can get plus money. He's the underdog. Oh, yeah, plus dude. Money. I'm definitely going to bet on him for sure. I mean, Dolce's all right. He throws fucking bombs from, like, the Las Vegas Strip, though. Like, you can see those coming. <laughs> and I'll take the wrestler over the judo guy, uh, especially if they allowed us for the greatness that was Thick Willie. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Brundage. He's a good – I mean, he's a pretty good wrestler. I don't see why you can't beat uh, Lung Ambulance. <laughs> so – yeah, I'll take I'll take Brundage here. Go for it, Sean. Um, yeah, the lung ambulance's cardio was actually kind of decent last time. He didn't completely fall apart, uh, losing a decision to to Barrio. Uh, it was much better than what I expected. Um, he's he's, o- he's okay, but I don't know. It's it's a weird fight, Brundage. It it wasn't great what happened in the in the Maximoff fight, but when he was up, he was lighting that dude up. So I think Brundage has decent hands. He he might be able to offensive wrestle a little bit in this fight. I'll probably pick him as another fight. There's there's so many of these like close fights and I just don't want any part of them. It's it's kinda sad because you could get some small underdogs here or something, but uh I, I'm trying to, to stay away from this stuff. I feel like it could be the exact same fight as the World Knight fight. He's like on top, gets rolled over, and just, just gets, gets rolled and smashed. <laughs> yeah, that's the only fucking thing that's hesitant. But I didn't realize he was the dog. I thought he would be the, like a slight favorite. So I'm surprised I'm getting the people are betting on Dolce. But you're right, his cardio has gotten a lot better. In the last fight, it looked a, 
at least serviceable. So, yep. I, I'm with uh, I'm with Aaron on this one. Uh, I think uh, you know the the thick Willie angle sold it for me, but that's a good the sign. fact that uh, the fact that the uh, the lung ambulance like he looks like he should be able to finish everybody, but he's not a a finisher. Um, like he even looks like he's throwing his punches hard, but they land and they don't seem to have an effect on most people or they just don't land at all. And I don't know. I, I kind of like Brundage in this one. Uh, I, I think people overblow the, the Maximov fight because he had the one round where he just like took his back and had his back for pretty much the entire round. Um, yeah, like it, it's not like he was beating the shit out of him or anything. Um, so I don't know. I, I think Brundage has a shot in this one. I, I think he's got more volume on the feet. I think he's a pretty good wrestler and scrambler. I mean, if you want to give Maximov one thing, yeah, it's the fact that he can actually grapple a little bit. And uh, Brundage was able to hang with him, you know, had him in trouble with uh, Kimura, I think. Um, so. Yeah, I'll, uh, if if this keeps climbing, it, it looks like it's going to. I, I think I might take a shot on, on Brundage. This will be another shitty fight that I have a bet on. Um, Enjoy it. Brundage by sub is 6-1. to one. That's pretty good. Ooh. You, can, you can slap some subs on there. Actually, now that I, I think of it, if uh, if the sub that he – or the attempt that he had on Maximov was a Kimura, uh, Marcus Perez also had a, a pretty deep – Kimura on uh, on lung ambulance. So did he? Maybe, yeah, I'm betting that. Maybe there's going to be a, a Brundage win by Kimura in this. I'm writing that down. Definitely taking that. Yeah, we we shall see. Uh, another shitty fight that I might have a bet on: <laughs> women's flyweight division. We've got Miranda Fear the Maverick, worst nickname ever. Um, <laughs> as a minus 300 plus favorite on short notice, I believe also. Yep. Yeah. Short notice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, taking on Sabina Mazzo, who sucks. No question. Uh, but she's been training in the garage. Yeah. Mazzo yeah. has? She's yeah. got the X vest. No. In the garage. I didn't know that. Yes. And, uh, and she's plus 260 training in the garage against a chick who's going to want to kickbox with her because she wants to kickbox with everybody. Uh, and when Mazzo's weakness is getting taken down and being laid on. Incredible. This writes itself. Yeah. I, I don't know what you want to do. What do, you, what do you got, Aaron? So let me get this straight. Mazzo is in, in the garage now? Yes, sir. Uh, well, I was gonna garage. say Maverick all day, like easy, but now it now that we've 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 entered this loophole, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think I was gonna say Maverick's gonna rag to Almazo, but after what I saw Wellington Terman turn into uh, Gordon Ryan against uh, his last right. opponent, Armar from guard, like who knows <laughs> what they're doing at that spot. So uh, I think I give Mazo a little bit more credit now, but I'll probably still pick Maverick, but I'll feel like an idiot uh, if, if Mazo wins. Maybe she's got some up her sleeve. But yeah, I mean, Glover is basically like the Jackie Moon of 
of uh, MMA right now. <laughs> He's like absolutely crushing it as a coach slash fighter. So uh, I think people give Kraus a little too much credit and don't give Glover enough. So if he turns Mazo into a, a winner, then he's he's got to go in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm taking Maverick, but uh, good luck to Mazo. I'd love to see her win. Sean? I, I'm, I'm probably going to pick Mazo in, in, in Tout Master. Um, I think Brad's talked about it in the past. I think basically, save for a couple opportunities, if you just generally take dogs in women's fights i feel like you're 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 pretty up um i think maverick can grapple in this fight and and that's going to be bad if if she's stupid enough just to to strike then this becomes a lot closer fight so uh i'm hoping that that's what happens i i do worry that she she might be able to to toss mazo on the ground and and kind of lay on her um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pick mazo is this going to be the the same thing that happened with uh, Mirage, where I, I pick a, a fighter and she, she I don't bet her and she wins. I, I hope so for for Brad's sake. Yeah, is Maverick gonna wrestle her? I mean, she she grapples. I think she usually does. Yeah, I think she's a grappler. Or I, I mean, I'm looking at these props right now and the numbers are crazy. It's like she, hard. she got absolutely bodied last time, but that's just because Blanchfield is just so much right. stronger. Yeah, actually, yeah. and and, but and before and is that, through and through grappler. Yeah, before I mean, that, she, she shot one takedown against Macy Barber. Yep. Um, she, like the wrestling was basically even against Jillian Robertson, who we know can get bullied by anybody that's physically strong. <laughs> And she didn't shoot any takedowns against Leanna Jojua, who, like, I, I understand that one because she sucks. She on got feet. smashed by a, an Instagram. She, she smashed an Instagram <laughs> chick. Yeah. That's what happened. But, like, she seems pretty comfortable standing. I think that Mazo is probably a bit better standing. And honestly, when Mazo's not throwing kicks against Alexis Davis, she can actually defend takedowns. Like, I remember that fight because I wanted to bet Alexis Davis, but I couldn't yep. because she's Alexis Davis. Uh, and then I was like, fuck, I should have bet Alexis Davis. And every takedown she got was because Mazo threw a kick and she caught it. So, like, don't throw kicks and you're probably okay here. It's going to turn into a close striking battle because they're both always in close decisions. So I'll take the the plus two sixty dog in that one and uh, and see where it gets me in in women's MMA. Yeah, here's good. one that I feel like we got some some thoughts on featherweight division. Damon the Leech Jackson, who is apparently a wrestling and cardio god, because he was able to get this. Wait, it's shocking, folks. He was able to get on top of Charles Rosa and control him for the better part of 15 minutes. Nobody ever has done that before to Charles Rosa. Um, possibly the most decisionable man in MMA history. Uh, but J Damon Jackson, after doing it, man, he's, he's on a different level. And he has taken on the Jewian Kemwella Kirk. 
I don't know if he's actually Jewish or not, but I heard a rumor that he is, which makes him <laughs> even enough. more awesome. Yeah. Good enough. That's yeah, all. That's go. all I need. Sean, kick it off for us in this one. Yeah, like it, it, I guess it's it's hard for some for people to to kind of gauge Damon Jackson. Um, that domination of Charles Rosa is does not hold up in in retrospect, in my opinion. Uh, when Rosa just gets absolutely dummy by Derek Minner and T.J. Brown, like I I knew the dude's a a black belt allegedly, uh, and and he was able he's able to like get some subs early in his career, but man, he's he's just so easily dominated by by pretty much anybody that has a bit of, of grappling skill. Um, so Jackson, you know, he, he did what he was supposed to in that fight, I guess. Um, probably, probably should have finished them, but I guess Rosa's, uh, tough. I, I don't know. Um, Kamwella Kirk, you know, he, he, he did get taken down a bunch of times against Samir Kwani, who I think is, he's okay. He's got some, I he's guess, under, under, He's, he's, he's an underrated wrestler. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, so I, I just think Kirk's going to be good enough. Like I, I, I don't think Jackson's going to be able to dominate. And if he isn't just absolutely running over a guy, what's that cardio going to look halfway through the second in the start of the third? I think Kirk can, can at least take two rounds and, uh, Maybe maybe gets a late finish. I, I'm not sure. So I I, I bet him minus 105. It's it, he's he's the dog now almost. It's it's kind of crazy. I, I I played that for a unit. Aaron, we're back in the boys this weekend, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. You know you know my uh, very own brand for me to bet on the the Hawaiian, the Jawaiian, whatever you want to call them. So don't really have a choice. Kind of in too deep. Actually, I was saying I I haven't won a a bet on the Hawaiian in a while, but I did go to Cage, I did go to Cage Warriors last Friday. It was in San Diego, and I bet on Ray Cooper's brother, who oh. knocked the shit out of uh, some AKA Russian dude. Nice. And he was like plus, I think one sixty. So, so I might actually be on the a heater started. A heater that, that's, started. That like a I, don't wanna, I don't want to brag, but yeah, <laughs> I think the Joanne's going to get it done. I talk about a tough first fight. Um, Makwan in your first fucking fight in the UFC, like that dude's good. He's he's a good wrestler. Um, I think he's probably a better wrestler than Damon Jackson is, uh, an MMA wrestler, and he's a lot more dangerous on the ground. So I don't really give you much credit for beating Charles Rosa, especially if you're a wrestler, because Rosa kind of just chills on his back. So if you know how to defend subs, you're probably gonna win against Rosa if you can take it to the ground. Because he's very comfortable on his back. And yeah, I mean, Kamu's gonna piece him up. I think we're gonna get a little KO. And, uh, whatever his coach is gonna be really loud the whole fight. Oh, what's his coach? Fucking the, uh, Fortis coach. He's, he's a loud dude. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he'll be uh, safe. Safe. He's safe. safe. Yeah. Uh, good coach, but I think he's gonna he's gonna be a little disappointed in this fight this weekend. He's going against the Hawaiian Wave, and I think he's gonna drown. So we got uh, Kamu by uh, by KL this week. I, I like that. I, I think that can happen basically at any point in this fight. Um, there, there's been some 
some stuff going around that's saying, you know, Damon Jackson is, is this great pressure grappler and he's super durable. And like, I'm, I'm wondering if people are talking about the same Damon Jackson that, that <laughs> I've seen fight a decade now. Uh, this dude can get melted, absolutely melted. And it's not just the, the Tapuria fight. It's going back to when he was in PFL. It's going back to when he was in the UFC the first time. Honestly, the wrestling the, the wrestling wasn't that easy for him uh, against Charles Rosa. It's just that once you get into any sort of scramble, nobody has a better ability to lose a scramble than Charles Rosa. That man will yeah. always end up on the bottom, <laughs> no matter funny. what happens. Um, so, uh, of course, he got on top position in that fight. Uh, but, man, if you look at Kirk's fight against uh, Amir Khani, I was actually impressed by his takedown defense. Uh, I think the the first time that he got taken down in that fight, Amir Khani basically had to hit like a, a wrestling style T-bone suplex on him to get him to the ground. Um, so I don't think it's going to be easy for Jackson. Uh, Jackson's also got those like weird bony shoulders, and I really hate that about him. Um, so <laughs> yeah, those are the nothing worst. to do with the fight. I just don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> Creeps me out. Um, but he's not durable. Doesn't have great cardio. If he doesn't get uh, a finish very early in fights, he usually tends to fade. I know people want to say that about Kirk because of his fights, but Amir Khani, his cardio has looked way better in recent fights. Uh, and then on Contender Series, he gassed against Billy Q. But, like, that's it's fucking Billy Q. Yeah. Everybody gasses exactly. against Billy Q. So I like Kirk here. I think he can get it done early. I think he can win a decision. I think he can get it done late. Um, there's a lot of options. Massive striking advantage for him. So uh, I, I, I got some mook bet on this one. Uh, I took the worst of the line. I got some Kirk at minus 140 because I thought people were seeing the same thing that I was seeing and it was going to keep going that way. Uh, and then when it came back down to even money, I got some minus 105. So I feel all right about the minus 105. Don't feel great about the minus 140, even though it's going to win. But Camuela Kirk is the consensus bet of the week. That's the one. I also brought my puka shells out for this week just for him. So these oh, are lucky. So I think we got in the bag. Absolutely. Uh, Bantamweight division up next. We've got Trevin Jones, the man who is way better than his record, taking on Javex Whack-A-Mole. Sorry, uh, that's a different game. Javex Basharat. <laughs> I've never played Basharat. Have you guys played Basharat before? I've only done the other one. No, no, not me. <laughs> is that Baccarat? I've never played either of those, if that's the same thing. Baccarat is... That's wild. It's, Have you it's ever played like Baccarat? Blackjack, but it's only like the last number that counts. Have you played it? No. I've I've watched it. Yeah. But I... I, 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 I Whenever I'm in Vegas, all my boys play it. I, I just can't fucking figure out what's going on. But... <laughs> I'm, I'm a simple, I'm a 21 guy. I'm a black guy, yep. craps guy. Yeah. Smart. Got to be a craps guy. Got to. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's going on in this fight? Yeah. I Like, I know the, the Baccarat looked good on Contender Series. <laughs> he was fighting a 41-year-old 
coming off two and a half years almost layoff. So it's, I mean, it did show some skill, but a big grain of salt, big grain of salt. Um, yeah, Trevin, I mean, Trevin Jones, you know, he has been taken down in some fights, but he's, he's stuffed a decent amount of takedowns and, and is able to reverse some, some shit. So I, I'm, I'm not sure how much, um, how much Baccarat's going to be able to, to take down Jones and, and kind of lay on him. Um, it is concerning a bit because it has happened before, but I'll probably pick Jones. Another one that I don't want, uh, any money on. I'll, I'll just be happy if it hits in Master. Aaron. Yeah, I uh, I watched a little bit of Baccarat, and he does look pretty good. He does mix it up really well, but it's always hard for me to tell um, how good these fighters are that are coming off the Contender Series. I think he's undefeated, right? And uh, yeah, Trevin Jones. Yeah, he's all right, but he does. He's one of those fighters that I think relies too much on the knockout, and then if he doesn't get it, he kind of gasses out. And Bashar does look like he has the propensity to kind of hold this dude up against the cage, burn his gas. I think in Jones's last fight against uh, Rachmanov, or is that his name? He uh, Gokramanov. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> he uh, backgammon, whatever. Yeah, he uh, he got you know just kind of his back, his gas got burnt the whole fight, and he just like kind of held him up against the cage, and I think. If you're gonna fight Jones, it's probably the best way to do it. Otherwise, I don't. I don't think you should go in there and try to trade with him. Um, and I think Bashrat can do that. So I, I will pick Bashrat. But yeah, it's tough for me to tell how good these contender series dudes are. So I don't think I'll bet it. I'm not gonna think too much about this one. Um, also, I'm sorry to uh, to people in the chat this week. Uh, I I. I'm on my phone now, and you look good though, and the, the <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, lagging. You you're you're crystal clear and no lag on on the phone, which is funny. What kind of phone you got, laptop. dude? <laughs> it's it's some uh, some iPhone, iPhone seven. <laughs> it's looking dude, good. My iPhone, I swear, is fresh. Like old as hell. I'm old. It, it's got an X at the start. I don't know if it's yeah, an XS, that's, that's an XR, and that's the one all the Instagram models use, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I, that's why I look great. Uh, so maybe maybe I'll record on the phone now and just have all the, the stuff on the laptop so the laptop doesn't fuck me Multitasking. Over. There you go. Once you got that Trojan sponsorship, you'll be able to get all sorts of babies going. <laughs> yeah. I I need to charge more than a dollar seventy five an hour for my tape study and then I can buy a new laptop. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. But I, I apologize for the people in the chat. I I'm seeing your comments, but they're way after you're happening or way after you're, you're sending them in. So I, I can't really uh, get to them in context. As far as this, uh, this Baccarat guy, man, he has massive fraud potential. Um, it, it looks like he just beat a bunch of frauds, like a bunch of O&O guys and, and really shitty guys on his way up. And then he started fighting good fighters but the guys that he's fought that have good records, all of their wins are all like one in ten fighters, two in thirty-nine fighters, five in fourteen <laughs> fighters. So Lovely. I mean he's fought nobody still. Even the guy that he fought on contender series, as Sean already said, beside being uh, a racist, because I'm not sure if you guys remember that uh, the weigh-in thing 
where he was the one that that called uh, Baccarat a terrorist and, mm. and all that. Oh, really? Love yeah. it. He, Love he was it. that guy. So I he's uh, he's the reason that Lance and I have to deal with so much anti-Semitism in our lives. Could, just because he's a fucking dickhead. Um, but that guy was a fraud too. I mean, he was sixteen and zero uh, apparently. But was he forty? Did you say he was forty years old? Did someone say that? Yeah. 41. Oh, wow. 41. I, th- I think he, like, lied about his age and everything, too. <laughs> like, that dude was an absolute scumbag. Um, bad at fighting, also, it turns Very out. bad at fighting. So, I just think that Trevin Giles has actually fought some good dudes. Um, he belongs in the UFC. His record's not great. He's, you know, had a, a bunch of decisions, split decisions, stuff like that go against him. Um, but I, I think he's fought good fighters and he's fought them relatively well. He's got good finishing potential. We do, really don't know what to expect out of Baccarat once he faces any sort of resistance. So uh, I'll take the Contender Series fade here again with uh, Trevin Jones as a plus 130 underdog. Moving on up, women's flyweight division. I think we can... Wait, wait, wait. We might have the inside track on this one because... Is uh, is JJ Aldrich the one whose mom is an OnlyFans model to finance her? No, career? no, no, no. It's, no, uh, sadly, oh, no, sadly, no, no. What's her name? I fucking forget her name. I used to chat with her. I, I uh... of course you did. Of course <laughs> you used to chat with her. <laughs> you used to chat with her until you discovered her mom, and then uh, you started no, I chatting with her, her mom. mom. I was like, all right, I got to talk to this chick. This chick's the go. I got some <laughs> funny conversations with her. She like, she's like really into manifesting. So I was like, all right, can you teach me how? Nice. But uh, whose fucking mom is that? Is it? Oh, it's uh, Aspen Lad's mom. Aspen Lad, there we go. She's great. If she's watching, (laughs) hey, Aspen Lad's mom. (laughs) I'm sure she is. is. I'll drop the link Uh, later on. (laughs) But in in this fight, we got JJ Aldrich taking on Jillian Robertson. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably going to pick the fake Canadian in this one, which is sad, but man, this line seems like it's getting awful short for JJ Aldrich, who is not good at fighting. Sean? Yeah, but neither is Robertson. (laughs) Um, I don't get many opportunities anymore. I used to be just absolutely hammering women's overs at just like minus 200 cheap prices. Uh, so I, I don't get many opportunities anymore. I, I had to take advantage of this one. Um, I, I know Robertson can, can snatch up some subs. It, it, it happens on the feet. I don't think there's uh, much chance of her getting a finish and Aldrich is not a finisher. Like she has no finishes in the UFC. Um, so I like if, if Aldrich doesn't get caught, I think this sails to decision. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Aldrich will do all right in this fight because I think she can she can dictate where this is going to be. If she, if she wants to offensive wrestle, it gets a bit dicey, armbar from guard, you know. Um, but I, I think she, she can stuff Robertson's takedowns, and, and she's probably the better striker. So I think it's a close fight. I'll pick Aldrich, and I have a unit on over 2.5 at minus 120 and goes to decision at plus uh, 100 for a unit. Aaron? 
Yep. No, I feel the same way. Uh, Robertson's all right, but she once she kind of run, runs out of ideas, if she doesn't get a sub, she's, like, kind of lost. So, and Aldridge, yeah, I mean, not a super – she's not a great fighter, but she's all right. She's decent in most places. She's got good cardio. And uh, I'm just kind of confused why the – yeah, the over-unders – 120 so it does kind of get they're me a just, little they're banking on robertson grabbing a sub they really are inside I mean, 12 and a half minutes because aldrich ain't finished it yeah and i i mean robertson's all right she's she's definitely a good grappler for women's mma uh but i think aldrich i think at this point if you're going up against jillian robertson you know what she's gonna fucking do so if you lose like that's on you you're very very yeah, bad like i mean you know what she's gonna do she's not gonna fucking beat the shit out of you she's gonna try to grapple you grab a neck grab a fucking arm but so you, i mean that's all you should be doing on these three months that you're preparing for the fight so i'd hope that aldridge would be able to do that so yeah i mean i think i i agree i think over two and a half is a, a good luck because aldridge also is not a finisher at all so i i like that look a lot yeah hey, i'm still gonna pick robertson in this fight I think that Aldrich's best win in her MMA career is a split decision against uh, Courtney Casey, who Robertson dominated. Um, so I feel like that's kind of telling because both of those fights were pretty recent. Um, but yeah, I, I also like that over. I mean, even if you you want to be a, a coward and parlay the over one and a half, um, which is... I think only dimes has it i don't know there's probably some other sites that have it now um but it's minus 230 which that seems cheap even um you can throw that with ankaliev or whatever in the main event and and probably get uh, relatively close to even money um i just think that aldridge isn't good anytime she's fought anybody remotely decent she's lost usually a decision uh, anytime she fights anybody who is on Invicta, which apparently there was an Invicta tonight. I didn't watch Hell it. Hell yeah. Um, I saw that. <laughs> uh, she'll, she'll beat the people that are on that Invicta card. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Robertson decision. I think Robertson decision is like plus 375, too. That's, That's not bad because, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, 170 pounds. <coughs> Welterweight, we got Matt Semmelsberger. He sounds like a Jew. Uh, And he's taking on A.J. Fletcher, who saw him on Contender Series. Um, He seems fun, at least. I I think he's going to put on some entertaining fights, Sean. Yeah, I mean, he has, you know, he's he's undefeated, 9-0. He has, I think six first round finishes and half of them half of them are by sub half of them by ko dude's bricked up um for a white dude um nickname is the I, ghost I, so he knows he knows he knows he's self-aware he's, yeah that's that's good that's a good thing to have as a fighter uh i, I don't know if sam Oldberger is good i mean he he made an abs he knocked out a fraud in 15 seconds last time out i don't know Martin what Cano? yeah uh He's a big favorite. I, I might pick the the dog. I might go dog picking on the old tout master. We'll see. Aaron. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try and grab some of the dog. I I know uh, 
I mean, I love it. if you looked at his topology or not his, his share dog. Share dog? Great dude, job. He looks, he looks like a house, dude. He looks awesome. I mean, good for him. He looks like he's ready for spring break. He looks like he's about to go to Panama City. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Semmelsberger, it's not like Semmelsberger's like that much more experienced than him. Like, yeah, he's got he's gotten more UFC fights, but I know Fletcher's probably been beating up on cans, but he does look pretty good. And the number is also pretty enticing it's not like it's uh it's like a pick em. it's like you're getting plus 200 ish on fletcher so and he looks pretty solid i know he comes out of that uh louisiana gym with crater and those dudes are tough and yeah i mean i i think i'm probably gonna take a unit on fletcher here and he's also much shorter and bricked up so you know i gotta i gotta support the boys so go fletcher yeah, absolutely. Like the the five nine or five ten guy, which means he's probably like five seven <laughs> right. uh, against the the six foot one guy. Dude, that picture is all time. I might make that my uh <laughs> <my fucking> Twitter <laughs> profile picture. I I think that uh that Fletcher's got a shot here. I, I think Semmelsberger is a bit of a fraud. He's knocked out two very chinny guys in as quick as you can possibly knock people out in MMA fights. And then he beat Carlton F minus. Um, so yeah. those are, those are his wins in the UFC. Um, in 2018, October of 2018. So not that long ago, he got knocked out in round three against a zero and zero at I'm Jerome Featherstone. <laughs> Solid. So, Solid. Yeah. Uh, since then, the the vaunted Jerome Featherstone, who I will have you know is a five seven welterweight, <laughs> has gone God. one in one in his MMA career. Oh. That's unreal research, dude. I mean, I mean, you don't get, you don't get anything cut. like this yeah. in, in other shows. Um, I think Semmelsberger's kind of a fraud, and I think that uh, that Fletcher's fun and violent enough that he can expose that fraudliness. So take a shot on Fletcher. It seems like a bunch of people are doing that because money's coming in that way. Uh, so maybe I'll look more like Fletcher inside at plus 300. Um, that seems like how he'll get it done. Um, but... I don't know. I don't want to do the research, so might just go money line. We'll see. We'll see. Do you see uh, in his amateur fight against William Knight? He got KO'd. Semmelsberger did. Of course. Oh, against Thick Willie? Against Thick, I think that's Thick Willie. I mean, it says William Knight. It says KO. Oh, William Knight, it's the one and only. Yeah, there he is. So that means wow. his chin, that means his chin is gone, dude. He doesn't have a chin anymore. It's got Dick Willie broke his chin in 2017, yeah. and we're getting to profit on it in 2022. I mean, I mean dude, yeah, I mean, Samuel's is all right, but he's only really beaten up bombs. Jason Witt, like he doesn't have a chin. Sano, obviously a bomb. And then minus, I don't even. I think he's back in Alaska. So, yeah, that's a good number. I'll take it. Go Fletcher. Get one for the short squad. Damn right. Short squad bet of the week, AJ Fletcher. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up to the main card. This one is um, the expectations 
are very high for this fight. We have Bruno Silva, who I this dude is violence, and we have Alex Beheja. I think he actually goes by Pereira because um, he was over doing kickboxing for so long in, in <coughs> Europe, and they just say Pereira over there. Um, but man, people people want to push Pereira to the moon. I think this could be a tricky one for him, though. He is, I, I have to say, he is at the garage. So there's the garage oh, factor. Dude. Put some respect on that. <laughs> there's there's the garage factor at play here. Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Sean, what do you got? Yeah, I'm not going against the garage. Um, th- it's a, it's an awesome fight. Like these dudes are are both just absolutely violent and have wicked striking uh, on the feet. Um, this is going to give Pereira what he wants. He, he this is this it, this is a better matchup, obviously, than his first one, where a guy, granted, he was horrible. Uh, all this he is not a better matchup t- than his first fight, Sean. It, don't. It's, it's not don't a better matchup. I'm, it's not a, sorry, that's, that's a wrong, I think it's, it's, um, he knows what's gonna happen this fight. Bruno Silva is not shooting on him. Like, he, he knows what's gonna happen. Now, Bruno Silva is a million times more dangerous than that last bum, but at least he can focus on what, what he's gonna do. And like, I, I know these are little gloves and, and sometimes kickboxers have a hard time transitioning with, with defense that way. But Bruno Silva was getting hit a bit by the uh, the Beverly Hills Ninja, uh, and then the inevitable happened because it always happens with with the Ninja when when he can't put somebody away in in twenty seconds, the, the chin shows up. Pereira's got I got pretty good defense. I think uh, I, I think he's going to be land going to be able to land on him and and probably and put him away. So. Uh, it's a bit dicey. I put him in a, a super chalk parlay three legger uh, for a unit. Aaron, wow. yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Pereira wins, but it's gonna be yeah. It's definitely a dicey fight. Um, the smaller smaller MMA gloves always give these kickboxers a little bit of uh, trouble here and there, so that's always a worry. But I mean. Pereira's in the last fight, that finish was awesome. It looks like he's got, I mean, his reflexes are still there. He's got a lot of weapons. He's looking like, like, like how kind of like Jalen Turner was. He, he uses his knees, elbows, all that. So Silva, I mean, I mean, both these dudes finish really early. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, a, it'll be a good fight and I'm excited for it. But yeah, I just think Pereira edges it here. Silva, Silva said he wants to go out there and bang, keep it on the feet. So. I think we see some action, and yeah, I got Pereira here. I just think he's—I think he's just a little better kickboxer. So, if it's going to be a kickboxing match, I'll take him. I think Pereira is a lot better kickboxer. Yeah. Uh, if this is a kickboxing match, you absolutely have to favor him. He is going to beat anybody in the UFC hands down, except for Izzy. Um, that's that's the only dude that is going to give him a competitive kickboxing match. I don't think we're going to see a kickboxing match here. I think Bruno's saying that because, yeah, of course, you're going to say out. that when when you got, <laughs> you know, 22 wins and 27 of them are knockouts um, like he's got. But 
I don't think you can spell NCAA without Bruno in this case, <laughs> because this dude is going to come out. He saw in his last fight, I, you know, you guys said the finish was nice. It's not the finish that I'm worried about. It's the first round where Andreas Michalina's he was he was trying to cook him. He put him in the microwave. He said he five minutes. Uh, and then when that five minutes was done, unfortunately, the entree wasn't ready yet because he, he forgot to stop in the middle and stir it a little bit. He needed like a low blow or something to get a little break in the middle. Uh, so he came out in the second round and got flatlined. But Bruno Silva, he's smarter than that. He's a vet. He's probably going to cheat. He's probably going to hold the cage. <laughs> he's going to do all sorts of shit. Uh, but I think he's going to make Pereira grapple. And the garage effect in this case is that Pereira's grappling is going to be better. He's going to be able to defend some takedowns. He's going to be able to get back up when he gets taken down. But he's just going to be stuck on that cage the whole time. And I'm putting at least a quarter unit. Big stakes here, folks. At least a quarter big, unit. Big, big dough. Yeah. Swinging for the fences on Bruno Silva by decision. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I see. What yeah. is it? Oh. What do you got here? That's a, that's a Brad special right there. Silva by decision. <laughs> Silva by decision. Uh, it's as high as plus 950. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's sevens and eights and nines all across the board. I don't so. hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think uh, there's there's potential here because this dude's been in deep fights before. <clears throat> uh, I, I know he's got a lot of finishes and a lot of early finishes on his record, but he just keeps going. They're uh, both by decision, same price pretty much. It looks like. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe well. maybe just the fight goes to decision because uh, Bruno's also never <clears throat> been finished by knockout. He's got six losses. Right. Five of them are by sub, and one is by DQ. That's not terrible. Uh, that's how I know he's going to cheat. Plus four twenty-five. Plus four fifty. That's not a terrible decision. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just play that uh, because I think that guards against it being like kind of a slow kickboxing match too. So. Yeah, it could be that. I mean, both these dudes know what they're getting into. Usually, when it's like, all right, I'm I got a really dangerous opponent. It gets a little more slow pace. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah, like Bruno has a bunch of first round KOs and so does, uh, so does our boy Pereira. So, yeah, I don't hate that at all. When, as the wise old owl says, when they say sit, I stand, baby. <laughs> um, moving on to the lightweight division, we got uh, another late replacement fight. This one should be fun. We got, one of the handsomest men in MMA, Drew Dober. Uh, so handsome that he got beaten up by an opponent and then married that dude's sister. Um, and everybody was okay with it. And he's taken on Terrence McKinney, who I think I underestimated McKinney as well. Uh, this, this dude's fun, uh, but fun in like a, a very meat and potatoes sort of way. And I think that could pay off for him in this one. Sean, what you got? Yeah, I might be just jumping on a hype train and it's going to look very, very bad on Saturday because this is a very big step up for McKinney. Obviously this is late notice. Um, 
and there's still a decent amount of unknowns when it comes to to McKinney. Um, if, if he can't get Dober out of there relatively early, what what's he going to look like late in the second and early in the third? If if Dover's got some gas at, at that point, that's that's a pretty scary man. If if he is gas and you don't in in the third round because Dober has big power. Um, as we all know, the the liability with Dober is is the wrestling. Um, McKinney's shown to have pretty good <coughs> wrestling. Uh, I I don't know if he's going to be able to finish him like like he did against uh, Zion, but. I think he has a decent wrestling advantage, um, and and Dober is is kind of always sketchy when when going against wrestlers. He was able to to overcome against Hernandez. Um, the book's still out on Hernandez. I think we kind of know who who he is. So uh, McKinney's got McKinney's got some skills. So I, I played him for a unit at plus one eighty five. Uh, I'm gonna look like an idiot or very smart. I don't think there's going to be an in-between in this one. It's going to be way too much and a way too much of a step up, or he's going to be able to wrestle and, and Dober's flaw is going to show up again. Aaron, what we got here? Uh, Yeah, I got. I think I like Dober here. I think it is a big step up. The one thing is usually when these prospects who get really hyped and push quickly, usually they'll come up to this type of spot and they'll be like a favorite. Like when... uh. Uh, Dacus was a favorite over fucking Derek Lewis and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I don't I don't hate it if you take a shot in McKinney at all because still plus money and he was I think he opened at like plus two hundred which is a great number I would probably would have taken that if I had seen it. Uh, but too busy losing money betting on college basketball right now. <laughs> and but yeah no I think a lot of I think McKinney's like pretty well liked by the community. He's getting a lot of. A lot of hype, so that's driving Dober down into a decent number to where I think uh, he might be playable. I also do like Dober round three. I think it's plus, it's like 11 to 1 is the best price you can get on that, which isn't bad. Nice. We don't really know what we're going to see out of McKinney once he gets deep, so I think that's a, a decent look for like a little stab. And we know Dober's got um, gas and I mean, his last fight against Riddell was fucking awesome. So he's obviously durable, so he can take some cracks. And he can survive wrestling-wise because he's been, what, I think he went to the third round when he fought Makachev? He survived. Yeah, he survived. Too so cool. I, yeah. I think if he can survive against Makachev, he can probably do decent against McKenny just in case he gets taken down. And McKenny, I don't know what his gas is going to look like in the third round. And he seems to be feeling himself a lot lately, which is, you know, well-deserved. But, uh, yeah, I think Dober is going to probably pull this out. And hopefully late, hopefully in round three, because uh, that's how I'll be back in it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, Bet365 to open up the round props on this one, because they usually have the best round props. And yep. honestly, what I've seen on McKinney round one, hasn't been enough for me to pull the trigger. Um, maybe round one sub at it's like plus what 900 or something we said before, Sean. Yep. Um, that's a, a possibility because as we've talked about, Dober is very difficult to knock out. Uh, this man, like, look at his head 
Uh, of course, he's difficult to knock out. Look at that jaw. Chiseled. Um, so I think McKinney can get him down, can get to his back, can find a rear naked choke, uh, but he has to do that early. Uh, we've seen him in fights before get tired <laughs> once they get uh, once he gets out of the first round. Add into that the short notice and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, he didn't take a lot of damage in his last fight, obviously, but two weight cuts in, in that short period of time isn't good for you. So if it's in the first round, I think McKinney sub is live. Once it gets out of there, Dober is going to take over. And I mean, just given the other performances we've seen from Dober, it's taken guys, even much more skilled grapplers than McKinney, some time to sub him. Uh, so I, I think that Dober can survive that first round. He probably ends up winning. Uh, but if I get a, a massive round one number, I might throw it in a round robin or something like that on McKinney just to cover my ass. Light heavyweight division. We got Khalil. I don't want to be here. Roundtree taking on Carl Roberson. Two kickboxers. One who doesn't want to be here. That's Khalil Roundtree. Uh, <laughs> and the other one who thinks he's a grappler. Uh, and that's Carl Roberson. So this is going to be a shit show. Sean? Yeah, I don't I don't have much in this fight. It's it's weird. Both these guys are so fucking flaky. Um obviously Roberson doesn't really have to worry about getting taken down and subbed like he usually does against anybody. Um it's going to be a kickboxing fight. Is is he going to force the wrestling? I don't know if that's a good idea. Um Nobody's really taken down Roundtree that much and I I might be a waste of energy. I do think he could probably just out kickbox him, uh, throw a bit more volume than Roundtree. I'll probably pick um, Roberson, but these guys are so flaky. I I'm not trusting them. Aaron, yeah, this is like uh, like the Spider Man meme kind of fight. I don't really know who's gonna win, but I think it'll be a competitive kickboxing match for however long it lasts. I know Roundtree. Uh, he's been bouncing around gyms. I don't know. Is he still in Thailand? I don't think he is, but uh, I know when he went there, I used to, I, I lived in Thailand for like six months and trading Tiger and stuff. I'm pretty sure he went there just to party. So I don't know if he went there actually to just train and take it serious. Uh, and Roberson, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a decent kickboxer, but both of them have proven that they're not really reliable. So two unreliable dudes going at it. I don't really want to bet on it, but I think it'll be a decently fun fight uh, to watch. But yeah, I'm not really sure what to expect out of these guys. I feel like by the time this fight happens, uh, my ass will be fully (laughs) parked on the couch. Uh, I probably won't even be able to get up um, because I've had so many uh, marijuanas and seltzers. Uh, or beers, depending on on what I choose that particular evening. So because I will be in that specific state, I'm probably going to throw like a tiny little bet on Roberson by sub at at plus 900. Um, Wow, spicy. uh, I mean, people say, you know, he's a former glory kickboxer and all this sort of stuff. And 
um, me, an idiot who doesn't overthink betting on <laughs> MMA, looks back to before he was fighting in glory, he won a fight in 2015 by armbar. Did he really? Let's go. He's back. After after he came back from glory in 2017, he won a fight by armbar. He beat Darren Stewart, who's like an actual UFC fighter, by submission. We're in a black belt. What are we doing here? Like this man, he really believes that he is a grappler. I, there's going to be grappling in this fight. <laughs> and I know he's lost by submission in his last two fights, but he is not facing Brennan Allen or Marvin Vittori tonight uh, or Saturday night. Uh, I, I'll, uh, I'll give that plus 900 a little, a little sprinkle. Um, and uh, I, I think that has some legs. But my it. pick's going to be Carl Roberson in this one just because he can do more things and – he actually seems like he wants to be there. Featherweight division. I, I, I don't know what to say at this point, Sean. Alex Caceres, I, I can't. My brain will not compute that he is a good fighter, and yet he keeps winning fights, um, and he's facing Sadiq Youssef, who seems like a good fighter, but ends up losing fights. So... <laughs> I'm I'm in a blender on this one. Tell me what you got. Yeah, I don't blame you because Caceres keeps winning and I keep losing money on him. So why why should I stop now? Uh, I think Yusuf is good. Uh, He won like probably 90% of that fight against Arnold Allen right until he gets clipped. And then he lost the round. Um, I don't think he's going to have to worry about that in this fight. He has been taken down, but I, I think he has good enough takedown defense to to fend Caceres off. And, and on the feet, I think he has more power. Um, not like he has lots of power or anything, but I think he still has more power than Caceres. And, and I think he's a cleaner striker. Uh, I think this, this run that Caceres has been on, that it boggles most people's minds, I, I think it comes to an end on Saturday. Uh, I got two units in a chalky ass parlay, just a two uh, legger with uh, Yusuf. Aaron, does does Bruce Leroy keep it rolling? No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> I think Sars has been fighting a bunch of bombs. I mean, his last opponent was pretty good. That yeah, that was a weird thing. fight. Single Choi is pretty good, but he, and he almost him. died in that. He almost, yeah, yeah, he knocked him down, and he almost had him out. So I think uh, Sadiq is. Alive for a KO here, honestly, especially in a small cage. I think Caceres is a lot more effective in those bigger cages, and Sadiq is going to be able to hunt him down. He's got a lot of power, so uh, if he puts him out, wouldn't surprise me at all. The price isn't great, though. It's only like plus two hundred for a KO, so I was hoping for a little more. But, uh, but yeah, I, I like Yusuf. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win pretty easily. Uh, I think he's going to do a lot more damage. And Caceres, I mean, Caceres has looked good, but yeah, his, his level of competition has been pretty sus. It hasn't been great. So I'll take Yusuf here. I think this is a good bounce back spot for him. Yeah, I, I think you hit the major points uh, at the end there and, and somewhere in the middle as well is that Caceres has beaten a bunch of bums uh, up until his last fight. Um, that was a, a good win against Choi. I, th- I think Choi is all right. 
Um, but Kroom, Springer, Hooper, Peterson, like those guys are not good. They they shouldn't be in the UFC. Uh, I think Sadiq Youssef is good. He's a borderline <laughs> top 15 uh, featherweight. And I, I think there's going to be a, a significant athletic differential here. Um, and then also a, a significant power differential where Yusuf might normally have to worry about uh, getting dropped or getting hurt. I don't think that exists with Caceres. Small cage is going to make it more difficult for Caceres to, to dance around and do what he wants to do. Um, but yeah, I, I like Sadiq Yusuf. Maybe stoppage, maybe decision. Um, I, I'm actually leaning a little bit more towards the decision after seeing how that Allen fight went, uh, where he was able to outpoint him most of the time and just lost the big moments. I think he does the same thing, except he doesn't lose the big moments in this one. Yeah. Co-main event. What we got? Oh, uh, co-main event. Marlon Moraes. Is is it his swan song? Swan song? Uh, taking on Song Yadong. Uh, you, you know that dude's carrying an absolute hammer with a name like that. Uh, Sean, break this one down. I will be back in a second. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be sad for Marais. I think his best best path to, path to victory at this point in his career is to do what he did in in the Davalishvili fight. He needs to come forward and throw fucking haze and. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to do that because he's coming off three finishes. And that's that's bad because if he doesn't do that, I think in a small cage, Yudong is going to pressure him and and he's going to crumple in that. Yudong's got good power. He's going to check that chin and, and get him out of there. Um, like I said, if if is smart, he'll, he'll go crazy and it'll be an awesome fight. If he doesn't, I, I give him much, much less of a chance, and, and Yudong's probably going to put him away. So I uh, I got Yudong in that chalky-ass parlay with uh, <coughs> Pereira and uh, another guy in the next fight. I guess you can guess who it is. So <laughs> that's uh, that's what I like. Uh, what do you got, Aaron? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't feel much differently. I think it's pretty pretty obvious what's going on here. I think Yudong... Yudong is, uh, like, probably, would you say, like, the top Chinese fighter? Or, I guess Whaley is in there, but top male... He's the, he's the best player. male fighter. Yeah, he's, so, he's, I mean, this yeah. is a guy that the UFC is probably trying to invest in. Modern Marais is a, a guy, if you have a win over him, you're looking pretty legit. And despite, like, his recent track record, even though he's getting dropped by jabs and shit... Uh, I think Yudong is probably going to be able to put it on him. He's explosive, especially early. Um, he fades a little bit, but yeah, you don't really have to worry about that with Marais. But I will say Marais is still, regardless of his durability issues, he's still really dangerous in the round, in the early going. Like he had Marab wobbled a little bit and he's like, he's a good finisher. So yeah, I was looking at the, the props here some um, under action or what uh well like Marais round one is like nine to one that's not terrible like if if you're if you're thinking about backing Marais, which i'm like you know it's obviously not the funnest thing to do but if you're going to you can get some pretty good numbers like round, round one nine hundred 
I don't think he's going to win in round three. Like, I, I think he can probably narrow down his pass to victory pretty easily. Like, he's either going to knock you on the round one or, I mean, his his sub prop is 10 to 1. He's the type of dude that if you if he wobbles someone, he'll, like, jump on them. He'll jump on their neck or something like that. So that's, like, not out of the question. Um, yeah, so if you're looking to back Marais, I wouldn't back him on the money line or anything like that. I think there's tons of possibilities with how, how he approaches the fight. And one of them being like, he goes just super conservative and that's like the worst possible thing that you could do. Cause you see dudes get knocked out and then they come out the next few fights and they're just like conservative. But yeah, I think like he needs to realize like his best chance to win is round one. So go f- fucking go for go it. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Go take this dude's head off. And then if you lose, whatever, dude. Yep. That is his best path to victory and also his best path to, to lose quickly. In this <laughs> yeah. one. Um, no, so going to be interesting to see what uh, Marlon Rice does in this spot because, yeah, he's got a, a durable guy in front of him who is going to come forward and throw some volume. So if Marais wants to play uh, a conservative game plan, I think he's going to be gassed out in about two or three minutes from <laughs> circling away and, and backing up and, and all that sort of stuff that he's not really used to doing. Uh, if he comes forward, then I think there's going to be collisions. So I think the, the under is actually live in, in this spot. You can get plus money on the under one and a half, uh, small cage, all that sort of stuff. I, I think actually kind of has an impact in this fight. Uh, yeah, definitely does. If I if I had to guess, I actually kind of think that that Song gets it done in round one. I mean, I don't know about Yedong, but uh, sometimes my dong can't go more than five minutes without getting a finish. So uh, that's that's just how it be sometimes, you know. Right, Matt? <laughs> Bet Bet Rivers has fight ends in round one at plus nine hundred. Oh, dude, no. that's the move. No. I no no no, uh, that's got to be wrong. Why is is it, yeah? There's a, there's got to be a screw up. There's a plus one eighty, but then there's a plus nine hundred. Obviously, best fight odds is fucked. It's it's saying the same thing back to back with two different odds. So obviously that's gotcha. a fuck up. It's plus one eighty is the real yeah, number. I don't know what the plus nine hundred right is. There. That's what I was saying. Fight won't start t- round two. I see at plus one seventy. Which yeah. I mean, even that I I feel like has a, a little bit of value, but if Morice comes out and is good striking technically in the first round for, for a few minutes, maybe he backs Yudong up, but I don't know. I think Yudong is just going to be hammering forward throughout this whole fight. And uh, eventually he's going to find some holes in Morice's defense and, uh, you know, get, get the damn thing done. So I like Yudong in this one. Uh, I think that he does it inside the distance. The fact that that line is at even money is kind of nice. I'm probably going to end up betting that. Uh, but I, I think he does it pretty quickly as well. Uh, Marais's chin looks really shot in, in his last few fights. Uh, and I, I think that uh, Yudong can <laughs> yeah. take advantage of that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't think. You should. I mean, that ITD line looks fucking legit. It's not. 
I think he's going to finish Marais if he beats Marais. So Marais, yeah. is, his durability is out the window. Marais round one, in fairness, that is absolutely the type of bet that I would waste money on. <laughs> Dude, I, might. I, I did it against <laughs> Valashvili, man. That was my hedge against Valashvili. I had I that same round one, too. and I and I took Valashvili inside. That's yeah. I had Marais early on yeah. that one too. I, it was like a ridiculous number. Oh yeah, it was it, huge. It's still yeah. possible. It's still possible. I mean, the Duke is um, still crack. He's got. He's still super explosive for like thirty seconds. Yep. So all he's got to do is catch one. But uh, this one will be fun for however long it lasts. So um, at least we've got that to look forward to before we slog through the main events because <laughs> everybody's favorite lightweight, Magomed Ankhaya. Light heavyweight. Come on now. Oh, yeah, whatever. They're all Russians. Everybody's favorite everything is Russian these days, Sean. It confuses me. Fair. He, uh, I mean, he's good. I'll, I'll admit that he's good, but this, even the people that are fans of him have to admit that this is a dude that absolutely always takes the path of least resistance. He's just going to do the least amount that he has to do to win uh, and get away with it. He's like me at my job. He's like Sean at his job. He's like everybody at their job. Yeah. He just just wants to show up and get his paycheck and do as little as he can to get that paycheck. And I think in this fight, it's going to result in him winning a decision against a beyond can't pull the trigger, shop worn, no knees, Tiago Santos. Sean? Uh, but Jesus just scored. Fucking love it. Um, um, did we manifest that? I think we did. <laughs> we, we, we did. Um, yeah, the only caveat to that is the, the cute labia fight where cute labia just ran towards him and, and forced a fight. I don't think Santos has that in him anymore. There was, <laughs> was there say, was, you've seen Tiago Santos fight over the past couple of years. Right? Yeah, th- there was a time and a place where that was a possibility. I just don't think it's that anymore. Uh, Santos, 38 years old now, both knees absolutely shot in that John Jones fight, then gets absolutely wrecked by Glover. He's, his, his explosiveness, what made him scary is, is gone. gone. It's, it's kind of sad. Um, so if somehow we can turn back the, the, the clock, maybe he has a chance to, to, to clip that, that chin. If he does, he probably gets countered and, and finished, or it's, it's going to be a, a, a long night and a one-sided night. I got Ankalaev, uh, in a bunch of parlays. I got that two unit one with Yusuf minus 130 and that three legger with the dong and Pereira plus 162. Um, Hopefully I hopefully I get paid for this being a boring ass fight. But Santos can can you know quicken this up and, and fight aggressive and then he'll probably finish up anyway. Aaron, main event. Yeah. Highly anticipated according yeah. to some people. What you got? I, mean, I think you guys I think you guys covered it. Santos' knees are dusty. I think he's getting a lot more grappling practice with his wife now. Uh, Yana, so maybe he's dangerous on the ground still. Is he a dad now? Did she have a baby? Yep. I think he did. Yep. So 
you never know. A new dad swag, you get some, uh, you get a little XP on that. But yeah, I think this is a tough task for him. I think the biggest red flag with Tiago Santos is he went five rounds with Johnny Walker. So if you if you can't finish Johnny, snoozer. yeah, like that was the worst fight of all time, and everyone thought it was gonna be great, and everyone thought it was gonna end early, and it went five rounds. And obviously it takes two to tango, but I think he could have pushed forward a little more. Obviously, Johnny Walker is a dangerous dude, but he's also like really easy to finish. Um, and yeah, so I think if you can't finish him, I think you're going to have a, a little more difficult time moving forward on Ankalaev, who's really good, you know, pretty much everywhere. So I think it's past his time. Santos kind of probably peaked in his John Jones fight. And that was kind of like a moral victory for him. And yeah, now he's just like, maybe he'll train his son to be or whatever they had. Him and, uh, him and Yana will, uh, raise some new fighters. But yeah, I think it's, it's past his time. I, I got, uh, Uncle Live here for sure. Chalk it up. Yeah. Chalk it up. They, uh, I think people already have chalked it up. Um, man, three of Santos's last four fights have been pretty boring pretty slow paced and he used to be dope he used to be like muscle yeah absolutely like take your head i I think if he's willing to do that in this fight that ankaliyev will be more than willing (laughs) to like jab and kick him from distance and win a decision so i think this card's gonna be pretty damn entertaining some of it's gonna be weird some of it's gonna be shitty uh it's all gonna be entertaining in some way or another until we get to this main event, uh, and then I think the main event's going to be kind kind of rough. Probably just, just watch minutes, the first so. round, and then yeah. you, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, this card looks so. dope, though. I actually kind of like it. I'll be yeah. I'll be in some sports book in Lake Tahoe, yelling dong, and hopefully not getting kicked out of any any sports. <laughs> You're dong. You're dong. You're dong. <laughs> really loud. Everybody so. knows. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, no, I think this is going to be a dope card. Well, Aaron, we appreciate you stepping in for yes, the sir. slackers on the podcast. Lou Williams you, over you here. You are welcome anytime. Um, hear it. We'll we'll have to get you in like the in the group chat or something like that, so that uh, if we if we need somebody short notice, and, you know I'm all uh, about the short notice, short squad. Yeah. So let me know. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm Lou Williams. I'm here to fill in. I don't got much other else to do um more importantly did you see westberg's goal last weekend for the san diego seals no i didn't see it might have been one of the greatest goals of all time really dude that's yes. my squad dude i gotta go yeah, I know. Back to the game. yeah no i haven't <laughs> seen it do you have a do you have a clip of it what um uh, it I'll, I'll send it to you it, it's right. ridiculous but that's going to do it for us this week on the MMA analysis. Uh, we appreciate Aaron hopping in and joining us. Sean, I guess we appreciate you. I mean, we do appreciate Sean. We he show does up. all the hard work for the show. Yeah, he does. Um, and we'll be back next week or the week after or whenever the next card is. And hopefully uh, Lance and Wes will be back with us as well. <laughs>